Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Robin Rosenberger. She is the founder of Tiny Superheroes, a social enterprise that seeks to empower extraordinary kids one cape at a time. Hi, Robin. Hi, so good to meet you. I am fascinated with what you do. I am fascinated with the thought. I love this, a cape, that it's that simple. It's a like cape. so simple. You know, and 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 kids and kids have, you know, they're they're heroes. They see their heroes in their capes, and now you make them heroes. Talk about it. I love it. Where did you get this idea? It's funny because it is so, it is that simple and it is so complex. Well, of I course. Can't even, yeah, no, it's no a, not yeah. the, even the business part. The emotional part is so complex, but I love it. It totally happened on accident. I'm definitely like an entrepreneur. Like I love to build things and I creative. (laughs) Yeah. I have like a video, a videography company along, you know, like, but, um, but this one wasn't what I thought I was doing. Um, so we, I'm from St. Louis, but we were living in Seattle at the time and I had a wonderful job at a software company, you know, with all of the perks you could ever possibly want in a job. And, um, but I was pretty bored. You know, I was pretty bored. Wow. We had um at at a kind of a big software company, I believe. Um, no. Well, it's oh, okay. I saw Apple. I saw Got it. I I saw that. Oh man. No, I (laughs) maybe you wouldn't have been bored. (laughs) I maybe I wouldn't have been bored. True. I did work at the Apple store for a really long time. Gotcha. This was a company that made Apple software. And um anyway. Uh, we had one son at the time. So I have three boys. Okay. And so our oldest is eight and Rory um, was one at this time. And my husband had bought me a sewing machine. Like I'm like crafty ish, you know, I'm like <laughs> not Pinterest crafty, but I'm like, could I make that? You know, like I like to, make gotcha. things, but I had never used the sewing machine. I think I had, I think I had made like one square blanket, <laughs> you know, but my nephew was having a birthday and I wanted to like make him, it's like so funny. I'm like, I must've had free time then. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there is no way in the world I'm thinking about but that was before what I'm you were an entrepreneur. My... Yeah. And before yeah. I had three kids probably, but like With that, that too, but like I made him a birthday present. I mean, that is amazing. Right. <laughs> but I made him a superhero cape and, um, you know, he was two. To be honest, he couldn't care less about the wonderful superhero cape I made him. But I was like, I was like, I'm awesome. onto something. This is amazing. Because they're not just like, they're not just like capes. They're like fleece and flan. They're like blankets, you know? Right. They right. look like a cape and they're the size of a cape, but they're like a lovey, you know? Oh. And so then I like started making them. I like was selling them on Etsy. I mean, if I sold five, I mean, maybe I sold five. I don't even know. But like, I would like leave work at lunch and go like buy like a quarter of a yard of fabric to make the order, you know? Gotcha. And, gotcha. Um, and then, so it's funny the moments that like burn in your brain. 
but um, I was rocking Rory. And so he was just one. Yeah, he had like just turned one. And scrolling Facebook, you know, because I must have had time to do that as well at that time in my life. And it wasn't scary maybe then. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe. And, um, you know, my husband went to school with someone who shared this story and it was called Blessed by Brenna. And so by when I, when I learned of her story, she was already one year old. Um, but Brenna was born the same year as my son, totally healthy pregnancy, second child came out and something was very, very wrong. And Brenna has a very severe skin disorder. Um, that is, there's about two dozen cases in the country. So it's very rare and very severe. And so when she was born, actually no one knew what was going on, but that they were able to work through it. I mean, pretty miraculous that she made it through her first week, but, um, cause your, her skin grows like eight times faster, but doesn't like shed itself. Oh so my gosh. in utero, that's what's happening. And it's like hardened, you know? Um, and I was like, so blown away. Courtney is her mom. She's like written books now and she's like wonderful. But like, I was so blown away that in these moments she's writing about where like, it's like, is she going to survive the night? Like gratitude is what came out of what she was writing. And I was just like, I just, I mean, I hope that in that situation, that's how I would sound, but I'm not sure it is, you know? Yeah. That's difficult to get dig to that deep to get to where you're like, I am thankful for this experience and what I'm going to oh learn gosh. from it. You know, that usually comes after. Totally. You've had anger and, oh my gosh, I'm pissed totally. off. <laughs> you know? Totally. And yeah. um, I was like, Brenna needs a cape. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. that was the moment. I was rocking in the rocking chair and I was like, Brenna needs a cape. So I um, I reached out and I was like, you don't know me, but I'd love to send Brenna and her, her brother Connor cape would that be okay? And send him a cape. And, um, and suddenly that became way more meaningful than selling capes on Etsy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. Especially when you're not actually selling capes on Etsy. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I like, was like, you know what? They need awareness built for what she has because so many people are fighting things. And if no one knows what they are, then there's no money going for research and there's no, you know, if only a couple dozen people have something, there's not going to be a lot of money put into it. Yeah. And I'm like, I have a big family who reads my stuff that I write. (laughs) And so I should like write about harlequin ichthyosis and share it. And I was like, you know, it will why not? So I made like tinysuperheroes.blogspot.com and I wrote Brenna's story. And that, that was like, that was it for me. It was like, this is so fun. You know, like what amazing people I'm getting to meet. So I started just like finding people on Facebook, like kids, Facebook pages, whose parents were like, obviously open about sharing their story. And I would reach out and I would send them a cape And, um, that is just like how it started, you know? And you started this in Seattle, 
where you were living, and then you came back to St. Louis. We do that. I, I, I was know. like, I'm never trying to move away. To Saint, I'm never coming back to St. Louis. <laughs> I would, and I'm like, I would obviously never live in Kirkwood again. I'm like one mile from my mom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I why mean, did I you it, come back? Did you I made just it all the way to the other side? You know? Yeah. Um, the first kid, my husband and I were like, we've got this. This is awesome. We love this. We love Seattle. I actually yeah, have Seattle awesome. in the background. Yeah. I know. I love Seattle um, too. It's great. And then we had our second kid and we're like, this is what happened. We came back for a little summer like vacation. Suddenly all your vacations are in St. Louis, which is like, <laughs> this is interesting. And we were here for two weeks and it was too long. And I decided on that trip, I'm pretty decisive, you know, I was right. like, Joe, this is what we're going to be doing for the rest of our life. If we want our kids to know their family or we have to move back. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> so I guess we're moving back. <laughs> so and back to St. Louis and you brought tiny superheroes back to St. Louis. But yeah, that's, do you know what's so cool? It's gotten really big. It has grown. The coolest thing that I think is out of all the things that we're going to change in our life about moving to St. Louis or out of all the things that would be affected by moving to St. Louis, the one that I thought would not be affected was tiny superheroes. If anything, I think I was like, Seattle sounds like a much better place for something like that. Gotcha. And I was so wrong. Yeah. We're like entrepreneur central in St. Louis. I had Louis. no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And it yeah. changed every, I mean, it, it was the thing that was other than being by family, the thing that was blessed the most by the move was tiny superheroes. So what does it look like now? What mm -hmm. does tiny superheroes look like? I mean, you're, this is a, it's a, it's a big organization at this point. You're, I mean, yeah. word is out. Um, yeah. do, I'm going to guess people now find you. You don't yeah. have to go find people. True. Um, About we so get actually like it, over a hundred new kids nominated a day. Holy. And who makes all the, who makes so all the now, capes? So, um, after I started sending those first initial capes, so I probably sent a couple dozen, you know, one of those first kids, his name's Isaac. He lives in DC. He was just a kid I found on Facebook and I sent him a cape. It's so funny. He, his, I let, at that point I let them pick their favorite color and his favorite color is brown. So I made him a brown cape. <laughs> and <laughs> that's an unusual had, color choice for a child. I love it though. And he, his, he had a family friend that wrote for today.com who just like saw his cape and reached out to me. And so I had sent Brenna's cape in January of 2013. And in April of 2013, they did a story on today.com. And quickly by October, we were on to the Today Show and quickly I was no longer to make all able to make all the capes at my kitchen no. table, <laughs> which no. is where I was making them. Right. Um, so at the time, I found a family in Seattle, um, and they started making all of them. It was such an amazing relationship. It didn't translate well across the country for like several different reasons. Um, so then, so now we have the capes um, manufactured, and then we have a full time seamstress who, um, there's like some goals that kids can meet to have their cape 
personalized with their first gotcha. initial. Gotcha. So she's personalizing them. Um, but now there are, everyone's like, how many people work there? And I'm like, you, I should know that answer like really easily, <laughs> but like, it's just not that simple. But like, I'll say seven people work there daily. Gotcha. <laughs> and then lots of people are in and out. And I'm like, am I, am I paying you? Like, are you? Okay. Are what, you, you're a volunteer. What are you doing here? You? What are you doing? Who are you? Are you in sewing like capes? The, in like the best way, but that's kind of how it is. It's kind of like, uh, we call it our headquarters and it's a building in Webster. It's very, it's our secret lair. We never change the sign. So nobody knows we're in there. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I kind of did that on purpose because I'm like, we're busy. You know, we, we, we already get enough visitors. We don't need people walking in. We just, <laughs> we need to be working. <laughs> So it looks like we're a financial group. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> but and, you're making capes. Yeah. I love it. And you must touch. I mean, I got to think that by now, you know about a lot of different diseases. I feel like literally I feel very well versed. It's so fun. Um, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Right. right. <laughs> Which I mean, is crazy. Bodies do weird things, you know, I mean, and, and, and I mean, I, it never ceases to amaze me when someone shows up with something and they're telling me, oh, this is one of the issues I'm dealing with. I'm like, I have never heard of this. No. This so it's so fascinating. When I started, I immediately was like, yeah, like kids get cancer and kids have Down syndrome. And my mom was a special education teacher. So like I was fair, I was vaguely familiar that things are not always the same for people. Right. Um, kids have autism. I had no idea that the majority are th- battling things we don't know about. Yeah. It's, even the people, even the kids with down syndrome, in my mind, you have down syndrome. I had no idea that you have a very high likelihood of getting leukemia on top of it. Or if you're born with down syndrome, you're very likely to be born with a heart defect. Like I was oh, like, I how did know I that not either. know that? No, but it's like profoundly, it's, it's, that's normal. And it's really, really amazing. You start to learn um, quickly about how much people have to edit their story in order for people to understand them. You know, I get that. No, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're not living it, right? And I mean, and some people have a really hard time empathizing and understanding, you know, like, you know how it is, right? You're going through something and then you get the people that say stuff. You're like, that was kind of a stupid thing to say to me, but okay, (laughs) let me, let me, let me help you rephrase that one. Um, But (laughs) but other people just really listen and you're one of those people that listen. Right, that you're yeah. like listening to their story, empathizing with their story, and interested enough to take the time to understand what is this like? What are you going through? You know, what what are the what are the challenges around all of this? Yeah. And I think having kids, well, one of the coolest parts about tiny superheroes is that it happened to me when I had little kids. Now, often I'm like, man, if I was 
25 with no kids, I could really blow this away. <laughs> but, but in reality, um, it instantly changed motherhood for me because, um, in a very clear way, we have very clear standards of what is successful and what is good and what is normal. And it is impossible, I think, without perspective to want anything else for your kids than what society thinks is good because you want your kid to succeed. And so if, right. so you have to use those standards and quickly I was given a lot of perspective and it's almost like I don't care about any of that. <laughs> well, it is interesting. I think that when you, um, when you go through or you watch other people go through really difficult things that you, you get to a place where you understand how not important some of that stuff really is. And what's really important is, you know, I, I feel like you're the steward you know, you, you've been, you've been granted stewardship of these human beings in your life, but you really shouldn't be dictating what they should turn out to be. Totally. You instead should be watching them and understanding who they are at their very core and then helping them to really become who they are. Yeah. And that to me feels like a much better way to parent than, oh, I don't want you to be that. Yeah. No, that that's against our thoughts. Yeah. So let's change that. <laughs> you know, the kids or like, like she kind of can't, get, yeah. you know, we're like, we better get you playing four sports right now. If you want a chance, you know, you're five. If you want a chance of playing in college, we better right. start. We better right start. Now. And yeah. you got to be great at it. And you, <laughs> I, even if you don't have that talent, we're going to force gonna it, make it upon you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yeah, I mean, I got to think it's, it's, healthier for everyone. Yeah. I mean, just, it's happier. It's so it much happier. Yes. Oh, and not too. Dog. Hi, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is, mine's around here, but being quiet. They're quiet. <clears throat> so this is podcasting in place. This happened. Yeah. What's your dog's name? Well, it's funny. Her name is Puddles, oh. but she's also the mascot of Tiny Superheroes Patches Program. So her name is also ah. Patches. Her secret alias is Patches. Gotcha. Patches is really Puddles isn't Puddles because she makes Puddles, is it? I hope no, not. It's funny. In retrospect, <laughs> bad name choice. But we come here. Come here. Do you want to say hi? Come here. Puddles. She, um, we say hi to her us. in Seattle, and it like rains all the time there. It doesn't. Yeah, actually, right. rain all the time. I know there, it doesn't. But, yeah. yeah, people think but, that though. That's yeah. its reputation. Um, here she is. <laughs> oh, you are cute. Can you say hi? Hi, Puddles. Say hi, Miss. Like, why am I doing this? I don't think dogs get screens. She's like, you use me too much for your work, Mom. <laughs> you know, I am tired. I you need to. I, I up the snacks. Snacks got to be better. I need paid. I need more pay. Yeah. So, what is the patches program? Okay, so I always knew that tiny superheroes wasn't actually about the cape. Like, right. Um, I always thought the cape was, first of all, from the beginning, I never imagined the impact that a cape 
could actually have like blows me away to this day blows me away like I love it how can a kid go from crying every single time he went for a blood draw which was often like crying have to hold him down to getting a cape and literally walking into the office like I don't even understand that you know but it's true it happens it's I mean it just feels like it's confidence and self I need a cape yeah, Can you give me a cape. cape. I, I need yeah. to start wearing a cape for the podcast. I just like, need to have one to rock. Psychologically, walk wearing one changes how you feel about yourself. You know, mm-hmm. it's fascinating. But I knew that the cape wasn't actually solving the problem that I saw. Right. So the problem is complex, and the cape is an important part of the problem, which is that, um, I feel a responsibility to help these kids grow self-esteem right away, like to know themselves, like where typical people don't learn themselves till they're like in their thirties and right. start to actually like themselves until they're like in their thirties. These kids need to have that from the beginning right. to make it through this world, you know? And, um, and so for me, it's like, okay, the Cape is super important because I'm telling you, you're a superhero and we're going to work on that, you know, but I love it. But the problem isn't the kid. The problem is like the world, you know, the problem isn't that like Riker, who's one of my good friends, who is a double amputee, who started walking on two prosthetic legs when he was one year old. He's five now. The problem isn't Riker not having self-esteem, which is super important. And I like fully put effort into that. But the problem is like Riker going to school and adults and children treating him differently. Like that's the problem, you know? Right. And um, Riker's also missing his middle finger, which is a really interesting thing because it's not like, it's not just gone, right? There's like a lot going on there to make you have a middle finger. So it's like his hand is like divided, you know? Okay. Gotcha. And, um, so even if double prosthetics were something that were acceptable, which they're not, but even if we were really good at that, we aren't good at your hands being different, you know? Right. And so the problem isn't Riker. The problem is that like, Riker and his mom, who is amazing, and this is like, Riker's mom is so amazing. His dad is so amazing too. But like, when you have a child who is facing life-threatening challenges, even if they're not life-threatening challenges, if you are dealing with medical complexities with a child, you do not have the energy to... (laughs) change the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's so true though. I <laughs> so mean, it's like, it is, it's, it's very, I, I, I'll share my story so, at some point with you, but yeah. it is when you're dealing with something so challenging and, and I would have people go, you should start a support group about this. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, I don't have the energy for, I'm, I'm lucky I get up in the morning and I totally. can open my eyes and walk around. I do not have time for a support group. <laughs> like you if know. there was one, I would love to be part of it. I yes. can't start it. 
but I can't start it. I can't run yeah. it. I mean, yeah. you know, like yeah. pouring a cup of coffee is difficult and I totally. need to do that for sure every day. You know, it's, it's keeping, just, and, and so, yeah, child alive is all I can do. All, yeah. It, it mm-hmm. takes up all of your energy mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you're as a parent, it's, it's like the, it's like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. the only thing. And you can get hyper-focused on just this because nothing else matters right now. It's my kid. I got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So Mm-mm. like, but um, here's my really, this is my analogy that really helps me. And I think it helps other people too. Okay. I have, I think I'm a kind person. I, my mom has worked with, people with special needs her entire life. So I've even been around that my whole life. I didn't know that that was like ingrained in me, but like now it's like, oh, well, duh. But like, I didn't realize that till much later, but right. Okay. So I have like exposure that most people don't have. I have like a kindness to start. Um, but if I was in the grocery store walking down, um, the cereal aisle with my crazy children, which isn't a thing anymore. Children don't go to the grocery store, but we used to take our kids to the grocery store every time. It's crazy. Um, and, um, I think of my tiny superhero Fletcher. Fletcher is amazing. I like, I can't even tell you how much I love Fletcher. Um, his body is literally completely covered in like the, I I don't know the proper word, but like what we would think of as like words, like very large words everywhere. I mean, there's not any spot that doesn't have one. Okay. So Fletcher looks super different than my boys, you know? Right. Okay. So if we're going down the cereal aisle and Fletcher is in his wheelchair in the same aisle as a mom and a person, even someone who runs tiny superheroes, I would have been terrified that my kids would have said something that would have hurt Fletcher's feelings. Yeah. So rather than risk that, I turn around and go down a different aisle, right? Uh, yeah, gotcha. And what I never knew is that what that teaches kids is huge. It's like we we avoid people different yeah, than us. Avoid it. Let's not talk about it. Let's just Don't pretend like they're it. not fact, there. If you talk about something, I'm going to say, shh, you know, like I'm going to shush it. Like don't right. talk about it and don't engage like Right. Walk away. Don't talk to them. They probably don't want us to talk to them. And as the mom, I think I'm being kind. I think I'm sparing Fletcher's feelings. Right. Which is obviously not what I'm doing. This is an awesome lesson. Yeah. This is an amazing lesson. But it's it's that whole people want to be seen. Yeah. And people want to be acknowledged. Yeah. And no matter your age, you know what I mean? And so even if a kid, like, and we do it, you know, you're at the grocery store and you see a cute kid, you're like, hi, how are you? Yeah, you know, right. right. Fletcher wants that too. 100%. Yeah. And then what and does it Fletcher's teach your kids when they see you interacting, too. right? Yeah. yeah. And then your kids see you interacting, acknowledging this is a human being in front of us that may not look like other human beings, but a human being. And that it's kind of awesome that he doesn't look like other human beings. And let's learn what to learn about him. 
Do you know what's amazing? Okay, I my kids are awesome. They are they are not perfect. <laughs> like in no well, way have none I, of us they have are. too much too much <laughs> screen time. I mean, like we are like we are surviving, you know? Like yeah, I want to gotcha. be clear, we're surviving. Right. Gotcha. But they've grown up around this kind of talking. And it's not like we have lessons, right? They just like watch, just like all of our kids yeah. just watch us. Yeah. I I the the one of the proudest things about I am about my kids that they did on their own is when my kids see somebody different, it could be an 80-year-old with a walker. It could be a baby with braces on their feet. Everything in between. The very first thing that both of my kids who are old enough to conceptualize this say is like, are they a tiny superhero squad? Like, do they, have a, do they have a cape? Like the first thought they have is of that person as a superhero. Right. Right. And like, what if people's first thought was positive? I mean, Oh my God. I love that. It's so simple, but it's like, it changes your whole mind is coming from a totally different place than what's wrong with him. Right. Like their first thought is like, is he a superhero yet? You know, like mom, did you give him a cape yet? So let's have that first thought for everybody. Right. That's I mean, my goal. that's, that's, that's my the goal. thought. Oh my God. I love it. That's also, a good mission. Also bringing the cape back in. If Fletcher's wheelchair has his cape hanging on it for anyone walking down the aisle, it is an immediate thing. You can say, I love your cape. There you go. If you don't exactly. know what to say or how to do this, because it's hard. Like, we don't know what to, how to do this. Sure, you know? it's hard. But that can open up dialogue. Simple. Simple way Simple. to open up dialogue. Yeah. So you asked Robin. me about the patches program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let's talk about patches, and then I've got questions. <laughs> so I wanted to um, – I didn't want to give these kids a cape and walk away. Right. You know? And I know how much negative is coming at these kids every single day. I mean, everywhere they go, you know? Um, And I was like, if we're going to change the way they think about themselves, we have to be louder than all of that negative. So that's a lot of work. But we'll start by trying to be in their mailbox every month. And so the patches program is every month they have the opportunity to do a mission with us. And they unlock a superpower and earn a patch for their cape. Like 80% of these families don't participate in extracurricular activities. So my son plays kindergarten soccer and brings home a trophy. They're not doing that. No trophy. They're not doing that. Right. Yeah. So now their capes are filling up with patches as they learn about themselves through these like character building activities that we plan. And um, this month's superpower is calmness. So we, we're, we do like, we're doing calmness activities with them to learn how to like be calm. Anyway, it's, so it's like, it was the first route that I could find to be like, um, no, they're part of my squad. So like, I mean, we're in this together now. So like, I love it. That's what the patches program is. Yeah. Good job, ma'am. Good job. Good job. This is, this is so great. I mean, I just love everything about it's amazing to me that this started with this cape and it's grown into this very, um, I mean, this is, this is well thought out. This is mission 
space. This is, yeah. we are going to change the way people it's also think super in a messy. positive way. Well, super course, messy. Yeah. It can be messy. So I, I got to talk with Maggie, who works with you, Maggie Pike, mm-hmm. yesterday. And, uh, we, and I, so couldn't, I got some, couldn't adore her more. Like, couldn't she's adore her more. Crazy, adorable, and amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Maggie, I usually don't get to like, you know, usually kind of stalk people a little bit before they're, I'm like, but I now I can get intel from you. <laughs> and so she gave me intel. So oh, I could boy. Come, oh, So I have boy. some fun. Oh, here we go. Are you ready? No, okay. Uh-huh. So, um, one of the things she told me and shared with me is that you have a sweet tooth. We share this. I'm a total, oh, oh dessert candy. For sure. I mean, what's your yeah. favorite? Like, what is your favorite? Um, so in my, third pregnancy, maybe all of a sudden I wanted cheesecake all of the time. And, and I don't need it all of the time now, but it is now like a staple. Cheesecake's a thing. Yeah. Is there, like, is there anybody in St. Louis that makes a better cheesecake than another place? I mean, have you had Hank's cheesecake? I haven't. Oh have God. you had it's, Missouri baking companies? No, but I'll go get it Ooh. today if they're open. Well, be, I think they I think they use almond flavoring in it oh. rather than vanilla. And it's just, oh. I'm going to mm. check it out. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> it's so good. But I also like need to have candy available at all times. As do I. Yeah. I just need to have it available. I don't need to the, eat it all. I just need it I to I actually be eat mine. Okay. But the candy aisle is a place I stop in every <laughs> every visit to the grocery store. Me there for is sure. A, I have what to, is your like, favorite like, candy? That's I mean, I tough. like them all, but let's see. I'm looking at my counter. I have dots. I have oh. gluten-free licorice, and oh. I've got Swedish fish. Those Swedish Coca-Cola fish bottles my... and the like Coca-Cola gummies. Okay, and then I've what got I have like, right here. cherry gummies. Oh, there you go. I mean, those we don't are mess good. around. We don't mess around. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do bulk candy shopping. Um, Swedish fish, but I mean, I also like love chocolate. You know, yes, me too. Got to have chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, I call it soul food. Yeah, it makes me happy. Don't eat it with guilt. This is the this is the oh, thing. I don't. I'm like, if you eat this with guilt, then you're putting negative energy in your body. So yeah. you, instead, we have to celebrate it, be joyful about it. I like, love it. Oh my gosh, this is so great that I get to eat these Swedish fish. Lucky me. Lucky me. So do you know <laughs> what I feel about that more, even more than candy? But I love candy, and this is more controversial. But I love Dr. Pepper. I heard. That was going to be my next question. Oh. So we're, we know what you're going to eat if you could eat it all the time. What are you going to yeah. drink? if you, Dr. I mean, Pepper. My I daughter has a Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper thing. Time. Yeah. It's just a thing. I It makes me happy. <laughs> like it literally <laughs> makes me happy. And it's kind of like candy. I don't even necessarily need to drink it. I just need it to be around. Just you can look at it and admire. But I don't drink like, coffee and I don't drink alcohol and I really don't enjoy drinking water. Like I'll try, but I really don't enjoy it. I'm with I, I drink coffee. I'm not an alcohol. Okay. I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink. I really it's. I like coffee. Yeah. And tea, but no, you're. I'm not a big. I know. I don't like just regular water. No. I like I mean, to have. It has to have flavors yeah. for me to like it. Yeah. It's just like the thing. only thing that's going to happen by me drinking this water is that I'm going to have to go to the bathroom a lot. Like, well, there's that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with happen. everyone. <laughs> that's very inconvenient. So. <laughs> so my other question I have for you is, let's talk about Kristen Bell. <laughs> oh, 
Do you love her as much as I do? I love Kristen Bell, but do you know Maggie was... does not love her? Why doesn't she? I love mean, her? I shouldn't say that out loud. Maggie, Maggie doesn't adore her like I do. So tell me about your adoration for okay. Kristen Bell. So it started with Veronica Mars. Okay. Do you watch Veronica Mars? I do. Did not ever watch for Mish. I'm going to have You're, to because they're talking to. about how none of these uh, uh we're not going to have new TV to watch because of quarantine. Yeah, so we're okay. going to have to go visit the shows that we didn't catch the first time. So I would Veronica really Mars. love to hear your opinion about Veronica Mars. Okay, but Veronica Mars is about a high school private detective. It sounds horrible, <laughs> but even my husband thinks it's an amazing show. All and right, Kristen Bell is the private investigator, and. Um, I mean, I just want to be like her. Like I, like I, I loved the bag she carried. She always had a camera with her. She is like, she's like school fine, but like, I've got work to do. I got like, detective work to yeah. do. So I fell in love with her. I fell in love with Veronica Mars, you know? All right. But then you start to learn more about Kristen Bell and she is such an advocate for so many things. Then I started watching Parenthood. Do you watch that? I don't. Okay, oh my you would gosh. Love that There's, I, I would like make a list yeah. of things. So Dax Shepard is one of the actors in Parenthood and I loved him. And then they got married. I was like, oh my gosh, my favorite people in the world. But Kristen Bell is just like in my, in my elusive mind, because I don't actually know Kristen Bell. Right. Is, um down to earth, you know? Um, yeah. And she's not fitting into all of the boxes that everyone is trying to put her in. And she's funny and she's smart and she cares about things. And I want her to be tiny superheroes ambassador. We're going to have to get, get that going. We're gonna have I just to like, like love her. I love her. Yeah, that's it. I just love her. What else has she been in, though? I mean, I, I mean, like... she was um, Anna in Frozen. I didn't so know that. Pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. No, she's in. Currently, she's in. Um, she's been in a lot, but um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall was like a big movie she was in. Okay, um, I remember that one. And okay, what is the show? It's happening right. It's right now. It's about like. It's about like afterlife. Oh the gosh. good place. The good place. That's yeah. a, now that one I love. Okay, so she's that one I love. That's right. That. She is in that. Okay, um, and I mean she's in all sorts of things, but like those are like off the, the top of my head the big ones. I love but I mean, it. if she's in something, like I'm gonna watch it. I love you know? that. Okay, so Kristen Bell, who I'm yeah. sure listens to this podcast, I'm, I, um, obviously, like why sure. wouldn't she? Yeah, um, we would like you to come to St. Louis. We'll yeah. treat you well. Yeah. And, Tiny superheroes. Do you know what? I would be calling. willing. I'd be willing to go to California. Just putting oh, that out actually, there. Actually, that yeah. yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll fly out there, mask yeah. on. We'll It'll do be it. Fine. Yeah, Robin, thank you. Oh my this gosh, this has been so much fun getting to know you. I love it. I can't even thank you enough. It's so wonderful. I can't wait to keep talking. <laughs> I know. Okay. Yes. Yes. Everyone out there, we are talking after this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That's not for you to be a part Sorry. of. No, not that we don't want you just, you know. All right. Well, Robin, thank you so much. Thank Everybody, you. Tiny Superheroes is everywhere. Just, just Google it. You will find her. If you uh, need a change of, if you, especially today, if you yes. need a reset, 
it's impossible to go to our Facebook page or group and not get it. And so, not feel it. Yeah. yeah. Like don't, no more, don't be all gloomy, blah, gloomy, yucky today. Be like no. happy, joyful, and know amazing things are going on out there. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. For everyone listening, you've been listening to Mishmash. I hope that we see you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.